the Zone Sports Network is taking you to the movies. This is the Movie Zone on 97.5, 1280, The Zone, and the Zone Sports Network. Welcome back. Post-Christmas edition of the Movie Zone. Ah, it's over. We did a uh, holly holiday edition last week on Christmas Eve. Was that a holly holiday? Well, that's my mom's birthday is Christmas Eve, and her name is Holly. Really? So that's where I kind of got stuck there. Okay. And on her tag, on her present, we changed it from Happy Holidays to Happy Holly Day. Uh, oh, so, hey, yeah. look at you guys. Uh, but now we're doing a New Year's Eve holiday edition. I know. Of the movie zone. Who keeps putting all these like <laughs> holidays next to each other? <laughs> Can we have a week between holidays? That's That's all I need. Well, I guess that this is, is exactly a week. week. That's yeah. exactly what this is. Uh, but yeah, the rest of the zone is off today and tomorrow. We're here today for just an hour to do some movie zone, and then we'll be gone too. We we don't get time off, Austin. You and I are the hardest working two at the zone. That's not even close to the truth. Oh. Uh, and, spe- and specifically naming Jake Scott and yeah. Alex Lindbergh, who will be here tonight for a jazz game. I know. Um, those two actually work a lot harder than we do. They <laughs> work 70,000 times harder. <laughs> uh, 72 extra nights than you and I put in. That's true. Regular you were, yeah. season this year. This year. Yeah. Normally 82. Uh, but he's Johnny Lightfoot. I'm Austin Horton. We, re- we really do hope you had a healthy and happy uh, Christmas holiday. And hopefully you'll ring in the new year uh, with hope and uh, endurance and uh, stay, stay on task with the masks. All right, and, let's be honest. Let's Everyone is happy that 2020 is out of here. They're happy. They it, even even though 2021 does not like magically poof. Right. It's gone. It's brand new. It's just the thought. I think you know 2020 was a horrible year. It truly was. And I think that why I don't think anybody's disappointed except for that brilliant commercial. Have you seen it where 2020 and uh, and Lucifer meet on Match.com? It's a great commercial. That's a brilliant commercial. Uh, that commercial and the one I just saw where uh, they're going through the, the Christmas cards pictures family pictures and it's all all the terrible things that happened this year and then it gets to the baby and it says 2020 was the best (laughs) year ever and it's like excuse him he was born in september yes exactly that's That's great that's great but while 2020 was a terrible no good very bad year i I, i'll be honest with you johnny i'm not grateful to uh have gone through everything we went through this year but I'm grateful to have gone through everything we went through this year. Does that make sense? Oh, I think it made every single person grow. <laughs> and that's it also, what I'm saying. It also made every single person become a hermit. I don't want. I I am I'm heartbroken that anyone lost their lives or, yes. or their family members or friends and, and or their lives have been completely permanently altered. Uh, but all the other stuff, just going through hard times. It puts a scar on your heart that reminds you you can do tough stuff. You can get through some 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 really bad stuff. We can get through just about anything if we survive 2020. Doesn't mean we have to like going through it. Nope. Doesn't mean we want to go through it. And it doesn't mean we're not going to go through it again. But uh, was it Churchill that said, uh, if you find yourself in hell, just keep on walking? Yes. It's nothing else you can do. No. So. So also Gladiator. They say that in Gladiator? They say something very similar that, you know, if you find yourself looking at beautiful skies and lush lands, you're already in Valhalla or whatever they call oh, it right. that time. Yes. Yeah, same idea. <laughs> okay. That's not an exact quote, but it's the same idea. That you're, that you're already dead? You're Isn't already that dead. Isn't that what what they're yes. saying? You're already dead. And, <laughs> yes. Isn't Valhalla like where the spirits go to reside in Valhalla, paradise? Valhalla is like the, uh, the Viking, I think the Viking god. 
uh, the Viking heaven, if but you will. But it's a nice place. Yeah. It's a nice yeah. place. Yeah. It's it's kind of where Thor lives. I see. Let's let's just call it that. Uh, all right. Well, uh, 2020, we're we're flushing it down tonight, and we're uh, looking forward to a 2021 tomorrow. So. Thanks for joining us here uh, for a New Year's Eve edition of the Movie Zone. We have a lot to get to. Mm. Megaplex theaters made big-time national headlines this week. Boy, did they ever. Uh, We had blockbusters released in theater and on streaming last week that we'll need to talk about. We've got a Movie Zone movie showdown inspired by Scott Gerard, who replied to our... Poll question of the week, and that there inspired the Movie mm-hmm. Zone movie showdown this week. I was there when he did it. Uh, we have a poll question to get to. We have a from the archives, and we're uh, we're gonna uh, do a little uh, reflecting on the year that was in movies. Oh yes, and oh. also they're missing one thing. Oh, what, what we also we? had the largest movie in COVID history as far as box office dollars. Okay. So we'll get to that in just a moment. In fact, let's do that right now. Okay. Because you and I both watched one of the brand new movies, mm-hmm. and you watched the other brand new movie. I sure did. I went to the theater on Christmas Eve. Uh, That's right. You saw, what was it? The Forgotten, Forgotten Carols. Carols. Yeah. Uh, and? and? Oh, it's as good as it was the first time. Of course. And this is the way it was always meant to be, the way he wrote it this time. Now, now just for the listeners out there, Austin, give a quick, fast review of what the, the theater experience was like for you. So, you know, people understand that you can go there and still be fine. Well, my experience was unique because we as a family rented the, the theater so that we could still celebrate mom's birthday and Christmas Eve while not being next to each other. So each family had their own little pod in the theater, if that makes sense. Sure. And so we were probably, I'd say, minimum 18 feet apart from the other families from the other families that were in there, uh, my cousins and my, my siblings and things. Uh, but I assume it's very similar. While it's, it's unique, I assume it's also very similar to everyone's movie-going experience these days because the masks stayed on. Yep. You pulled your mask down to eat your popcorn, take your drink, you put the mask back up. You're in the recliners. You're very socially distanced from the other people. They're not packing you in next to each other. You're not rubbing elbows. It's It's... It can be and is being done very safely. And thank you. Thank goodness for that. That's right. Which is a, a we've learned a lot in this virus pandemic, how we can keep going without just shutting everything out. We started with just, all right, shut everything out, shut it all down. But looking back from March till now, we've come a long way. If you mask up and sanitize and keep away from each other, you can still go out and have some fun. So it was a good time at the theater. But I saw Forgotten Carols on Christmas Eve. You saw Wonder Woman 84. I sure did. And I and you both watched Soul, the mm-hmm. Pixar movie. Yes. Let's start, though, with your review of Wonder Woman because you teased it. I the did. The dollar amount. I did. Hit us with it. So Wonder Woman 1984 made a COVID record for box office sales for the opening weekend of $16.8 million. That's it. That's it. Mm. But that's still a record for 2020 with, you know, major blockbuster movies. I I enjoyed this movie um, the second time. I've watched it twice. Well, you, you went twice, huh? Yes. I, I, I watched it. I, full, full disclosure, I watched it once in a Megaplex, and I watched it once on HBO. Once. I got you. Yeah, yeah. Um, I enjoyed it the second time a little better because um, I was not so amped up and excited. I knew what was going to happen. Um, really? So that made it better? It made it better because I could sit back and relax and not just like, you know, like 
focus in on certain things. Okay, what's going to happen? What's what's you know you yeah. know what I mean? You, yeah, know, yeah, yeah. you can just kick back and watch it. Just take it in. Take yeah. it in. Um, I will say though, watching it in the theater was awesome with the big sound and the explosions, and there's a lot of low bass rumbly tones. It was mm-hmm. really cool. However, um, I think they could have cut about a half hour off of it. How long is it? Uh, it's a normal. It's two and a half hours. Oh yeah, that's too long. But they focus a lot on kind of the love story between uh, you know Steve Wonder Rogers, Woman. not Steve Rogers. <laughs> yes, Steve Rogers and <laughs> sorry, with Steve Rogers and Wonder Woman, <laughs> Captain America and Wonder Woman. Will love Rogers. Story. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they focus a little bit on that, but they needed to because of the way Steve he Rogers. came back. But I do think Roy it was, Rogers is that his name? It's, huh? it's Roy. <laughs> <laughs> that I think I, I they needed to because it was it was a great story it was fun and I told you the 1984 thing was going to be a blast the clothes were great they made fun of the clothes in it they just made fun of the whole 1980s culture the hair the looks the, everything about it but what a cast and it took me I forgot that the Mandalorian Pedro Pascal was in this movie did you know that he is he is the bad guy unmasked unmasked he plays uh, Maxwell. Yes. Lloyd? Yes. Of course, the bad guy's name is Lloyd. Right. Well, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but this is, this is a great movie. This is How a, was Kristen Wiig as Cheetah? You know, when, I first, when she was first cast, I was kind of like, oh, really? She's mm-hmm. a comedy. But man, she nailed it. Did she? She Good. nailed it. You know, and she is probably an underrated actress because of what I just said. Everyone looks at her and goes, Saturday Night Live, comedy. She's not doing the Ghostbusters movies. It's not going to be good. But man, <laughs> when it came to like a, a, a I, I want to say serious role, she was great. Was this better than the original Wonder Woman? No. Because there's been a lot of people that have really not liked it. Yeah. And I think I think it's getting... Some bad reviews because it, like I said, a half hour out of this. It took a really long time to get into action. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. They focused on how Steve Trevor came back. Okay, so it was a continuation then. Yep, it was. It wasn't as we thought last week. It could have been just well, an independent storyline. Yes and no. Um, okay. L- Alternate I, universes are at play here. I don't want to give it away. String theory and such. There, there's, Was Matthew McConaughey trapped in a bookcase in this movie? Let's just say in the <laughs> DC world, there's a lot of artifacts that do interesting things. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, uh, it's a good thing that Steve Trevor was back because a lot of people would not. Wasn't that his name? Now I'm yeah, confusing yeah, yeah. myself. No, it's okay. Steve Trevor. Uh, there's, a, there's a lot of people that wanted that storyline yes. to play out a little more, and they got that in the second one, but... Overall, you'd say if it were at two hours, it'd be a better movie? I would say it'd be a better movie if they cut out a lot of the, the cheese factor. And by cheese, I mean just the love story that's that's in there. Now, that being said, uh, pretend we're not in a pandemic. Okay. Okay. Pretend that this is a normal year. This is a movie that everyone's been anticipating. It came out on the date it was supposed to come out, mm-hmm. which none of that is true. But just pretend that for a moment. Is this a must-see movie? Yes. Okay. It still is. Well, then all the hate might be a residual from the bad year we've all had. That being said, I do not think we will have a third Wonder Woman with Steve Trevor in it. It was that bad, huh? No, there's just no way to do it again. They can't resurrect him twice. Right. Spoiler alert. Well, he's not even resurrected. Spoiler, spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Gal Gadot, she did great. Gal is awesome as Wonder Woman. Patty Jenkins as the, uh, or Jenkins as the uh, director. Uh, awesome job. Seriously, 
awesome job. And there is even a spoiler throwback. Oh man, there's just there's a lot in this. I can't say what the spoiler throwback is because it'll give everything away, but let's just say you'll recognize it when you see it. Okay. So there you go. Wonder Woman 1984. Uh, a lot of people with worth some it. negativity around it, but Johnny says it's worth your time to give it a chance. Look, it's it's a great movie for families to go see. Really? There's no bad words. There's no... Isn't it rated PG-13? Yeah, but still. <laughs> you know, it's... it's and I don't want to say the girl power, but it's girl power. You know, for, for girls to look up to Wonder Woman is an awesome thing because it, she is. She's an icon, right? Yeah, look up to Captain Marvel, though, instead. Look up at both of them because it's awesome. I, go go see Wonder Woman 1984. Just keep in mind they should cut, cut a half hour out of it, <laughs> and it's great. All right. Now, uh, we both saw Pixar's Soul. Oh, yes, we did. And watched, we have mixed reviews on the first viewing. Yeah, I watched it twice. Uh, the first time I watched it, uh, by the way, I had forgotten yeah, I, no. we, we didn't even talk about it last week that it was coming out the next day. No. We, we failed there. I forgot. I seriously did. Yeah, I did too. But uh, I watched it the first time the day after Christmas. I was supposed to be doing Car Sense, but we had some scheduling conflicts and that mm-hmm. didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, so my two-year-old and I sat down to watch Soul and I got about 10 minutes in and went, ugh, what's going on here? Yeah. And we watched the rest of it in installments over the next five hours. Okay. As you do with a two-year-old, mm-hmm. lose interest. And I, I was like, what's all the hype? Everyone was heaping love and praise on it. And I just was like, this is up there. Maybe it's like The Good Dinosaur. Maybe after I watch it 12 times, I'll like it. Mm. Then the next day, I watched it with my Pixar uh, ridiculously crazy wife, and who makes everything happy. And it was one of the best Pixar movies I'd ever seen. Really? Better than Toy Stories? I, I think it might be. Mm-hmm. Because it touched uh, my heart and my uh, soul, to still a term, in a way that those other movies, which were touching anyway, but they didn't, there wasn't a human touch to them like there was. It reminded me a little bit how I felt about Inside Out. Okay. But less carnival-like atmosphere. Does that I, make sense? Yeah, and I think it was done by some of the people who didn't. Well, Pixar, obviously. Well, but Pete I mean, Doctor. Right. That's, he's, that's, his, that's Pixar's god right now. So, so it does have a very inside-out feel, but again, I don't. I think it's more serious. Yeah, it is very serious. With You'll laugh. Oh, sure. And the kids will find some moments. 22 is hilarious in it. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I, I, the second time around, could not believe how much more I liked it. The, the first time I watched it, I went, I, I don't ever want to watch this movie again. Mm. Watched it the next day, and uh, I, it's really, really good. See, that's interesting. Now, I had a totally different take the first time watching it. Okay. I absolutely loved it, and I think that's because I can 100% relate to this story. Yeah, the storyline's about a jazz musician who... Uh, isn't living his dream as he would like to as a jazz musician. Right. He's getting through life always. He's he's kind of doing what uh, Yoda told Luke Skywalker, always looking to the future, never focused on the present, what mm. he is doing now. What, but that's not how Yoda says it. Well, yes, I know. Present, future, always looking, are you? <laughs> Present, missing, you are. I don't remember. But, yeah. It's great. It's great. But no, the story the story really touched my heart. I thought it was great. Jamie Foxx was awesome. Tina Fey was awesome. I mean, the Graham whole, Norton. Graham Norton. As Moon, Moonwind. Questlove. Or Wind Moon or whatever. Oh, yeah. Questlove as uh, Curly. He was Curly. Yeah. yeah. It, it's just a great story. And being a musician myself, I 100% understand and relate to his story. Uh, and even if you're not a musician, you've got a passion out there 
that you might feel like, if sure. I could only do this for a living, then life would be happy. Whether it's acting, whether it's you want to be a painter, whether you want to be on Wall Street, whatever Washing you... Washing dishes at a restaurant. Whatever you aspire to be, <laughs> you know, you, you, can, you can relate it to this movie. This just happens to focus on music. So it's a must-see. I think it's a must-see. And if you have Disney+, Plus, it's free. Well, not free. Well, except for your subscription price. Yeah, but they're not charging a premium like they did with Mulan. Correct. Yeah. Uh, so I would say go out, or not go out, but, but get that one ASAP. Yes. And watch that go, as soon as you can. Wa- watch it as soon as you can. It's a touching story. You may even shed a tear. And Johnny says head to the theater and see Wonder Woman 84. See it. Uh, there's a reason it was the top grossing movie of the COVID season. People that didn't go to any other movies still went out to see this movie. Still went out to see this one. Now, I am a little disappointed. I tried to get out, but we didn't make it. Uh, News of the world I really wanted to see, and I will be seeing it this weekend, and we'll talk about it next week. But I didn't get out because of the holidays. Our guy, Ute Shasta Trailer, said it was really, really good. I I have no doubt. Uh, And by the way, congrats to Megaplex Theaters and the the, uh, viewers that went. Uh, Wonder Woman 84, they had four of the top 10 locations in North America. Okay, wait, wait. Say, say that again. So the national ranking, well, it's actually the North American ranking. So this is every theater in North America. Wonder Woman 84. Okay. The number of people that saw it was number one in, the, in North America at the district in South Jordan. Number one in the whole United States. No, yeah, and Canada and, and Canada Mexico. And Mexico. And they had three others in there. Is that number how I'm Number four. Was in Sandy at Jordan Commons. Nice. Number six was at Thanksgiving Point, and number ten in the North America in North America was uh, at Geneva in Vineyard. That is awesome. So congratulations to everyone at Megaplex. Uh, they've been through a lot this year, and they're still putting on a great product. And you people, need to go out and support them. And people are going, and and keep going. Please keep going. Now uh, we are we've waxed poetically this segment, but we yeah. need to talk about our movie showdown. Okay. And we need to talk about the movies coming out this week. Okay. Because they're tied together. The movie's own movie showdown this week. We asked you, what's a better movie or really what's a less bad movie? Kevin Costner's Waterworld or Kevin Costner's The Guardian? Now, have you seen both of those, Johnny? I have seen both of those. The Guardian with Ashton Kutcher? The one it's about the, the, the Coast Guard. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Which one do you think is... Or is it is- about our new space program, The Guardians? <laughs> <laughs> Which is, I don't even want to talk about it. Oh, sorry. Which is a better movie, in your opinion? From top to bottom? Yeah. Guardian. I, I, that's where I voted as well. Waterworld was great, and I thought it was fun, and it was a very interesting premise until he bungee jumped, and then I was just done. <laughs> uh, it was a cool live show at uh, Universal for a few years. And you can still go to San Diego and see that boat docked. Oh, can you? Yeah. Uh, but the uh, results are in, and in a landslide victory with 63% of the vote of 210 votes, Wow, The Guardian yeah. is a less bad or better movie. Yeah. Than Waterworld. You know, I would actually really like to see a reboot of Waterworld. I think the premise is really interesting. I do like this premise because, let's be honest, we all evolve, and we could evolve to have gills. No. No? Am I, Read your am Bible. I go- am I gone? Yeah. Easy, Darwin. Whoa. I'm just kidding. Whoa. <laughs> I, I would be the one that put, save your sight. I would be the one that put the feet on the fish. <laughs> uh, but why are we talking about two Kevin Costner movies? Because our poll question this week is: well, Who is a annoying actor or actress that you mm. just can't stand? 
uh, Scott Gerard's answer was Kevin Costner. Yeah, I know a lot of people filled out. So I threw him up as the uh, Movie Zone Movie Showdown, and uh, we'll get to more responses in segment two. Okay. Now, why was that our poll question, you may ask? I'm asking. Because a movie out this week, the one that I would like to see, called Pieces of a Woman, it's rated R, it's a drama starring Vanessa Kirby, Ellen Burstyn, and one Shia LaBeouf. Hmm. I'm glad he's working again. And because Shia LaBeouf is a polarizing actor, people either love him or hate him. That's why our poll question of the week is uh, an annoying actress or actor that you can't stand. But here's the premise of Pieces of a Woman. When a young mother's home birth ends in unfathomable tragedy, she begins a year-long odyssey of mourning that fractures relationships with loved ones and this deeply personal story of a woman learning to live alongside her loss. Mm. Not a fun movie. No, not a fun movie. But I think there will be some powerful performances in it. Well, now now is the time where the quote-unquote Oscar movies start to come out. And this and, would go you know, into that category. Yeah. The movies that aren't going to be blockbusters are not summer hits. They're good movies. Like, like uh, what was it, Three Billboards? Is that what it was called? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it wasn't a huge movie, but it was a great movie, and it was up for an award. This will probably fall in that category. Also out this week is Herself, a rated R drama as well, starring Molly McCann, Claire Dunn, and Ruby Rose O'Hara. This is the story of a young mother, Sandra, who escapes her abusive husband and fights back against a broken housing system. She sets out to build her own home and in the process rebuilds her life and rediscovers herself. A feel-good, fight-through-tough-stuff drama. Uh, I I assume it's going to be good, too, uh, but I can only take one drama a week, and I would rather see pieces (laughs) of a woman. Too much? Too much? Maybe so, Uh, but I think they'll both be good movies. In the right context. All right, coming up next, we'll get to your poll question responses on Twitter at Austin Horton, at Johnny Lightfoot One, at Zone Sports Net. Who's your least favorite actor or actress, either current or past? Uh, in honor of Shia LaBeouf and his new movie, Pieces of a Woman. We'll get to Soundtrack of the Week and still to come from the archives later on. And Johnny's got a list of what the movies were like in the year 2020 that and more on a new year's eve edition of the movie zone you're locked on to the movie zone on 97.5 1280 the zone and the zone sports network welcome back segment two of the movie zone this week happy new year celebrate uh, socially distanced today mm. and tonight, tomorrow, please. Yes. So. Be safe. Soundtrack of the week from the movie Soul, the new Pixar Disney collaboration on Disney Plus now, starring Jamie Foxx, Tina Fey, Graham Norton, Questlove, Questlove. Angela Bassett. Yep. So on many. On. So many. Uh, and it's a must see. Speaking of must sees or movies that came out in 2020, before we get to our poll question this week, Johnny. Okay. Uh, our, our, our responses, I should say. Let's read a list of movies that came out in 2020, because as I was going through this and you were going through this, there were some where like, oh yeah, I forgot about that movie. Surprisingly, there's a lot more movies that came out than, than I remember. The big one, the, maybe the biggest movie of the year before Wonder Woman 84 came out was Tenet. For sure it was. Christopher Nolan's Tenet, uh, which I, I have not seen yet. Honestly, an honest opinion. I haven't seen Tenet yet. You've seen Tenet. I did see Tenet. And from all takes that I've heard, it's good, but it's confusing? It's very much like Inception. Yeah. Uh, you, you step away even for 30 seconds and you're kind of lost. 
What about The Trial of the Chicago 7? Have you seen that movie yet? I have not seen that one. What is that? Oh, it's it's a it's a moment in history. It's a brought to it's a real moment brought to the big screen on the based on the infamous 1969 trial of seven defendants charged by the federal government with conspiracy uh, from the Nas- Democratic National Convention going on back mm-hmm. then. Mm-hmm. Uh, who's in this? Uh, Eddie Redmayne, Sasha Baron Cohen, Mark Rylance, mm. some good names, and and it's uh, apparently a really good watch. I just haven't seen it yet. The Invisible Man yes. had a lot of fanfare. Uh, uh, I like fanfare. this. I liked this You liked one. The Vis- Invisible Man? I, it's not your type of movie. You know? Nope. It's I will a, never it's, see it. It's a horror movie. Yeah. But uh, how fun was this movie? Because you, you don't know. No, I can't, I, I I'm going to tell you how fun it was. It wasn't. It was <laughs> freaky and scary and literally, you know, <laughs> it's, ah, it was Do we know good. anyone in it? Who's no. in The Invisible Man? I don't know. No one? No one you've heard of. Okay. Nope. Uh, what about Harley Quinn, Birds of Prey? That you liked came, it, but that a came lot out. of people did not. Yeah, that came out right at the beginning of the pandemic. It was one of the last movies that I saw before the theater shut down, and I liked it. Here's some other movies that came out you may have forgotten about. Bad Boys for Life. Yep. Mulan. Oh, I love that. I, I liked the Mulan. I didn't love it. See, we've talked. We've talked about this. I still haven't seen the animated, so this was my first experience to it. That makes a difference. Onward, the Lightfoot Brothers. Yeah, we watch that at our house at least once a week. Love this movie. Never, rarely, sometimes, always. I'd never heard of it until right now. Yeah, I mean, uh, and it's apparently no. really good. What about Sonic? Sonic fell completely flat. Mm-hmm. It was a disaster, but I'd still give them a tip of the cap for redoing the animation. Yeah, they, for sure they needed to do that. Uh, the New Mutants. I like this one as well. Not a great movie, but a fun movie. Ben Affleck's The Way Back, about an alcoholic oh. basketball coach. Yep. Uh, Robert Downey Jr.'s Shameful Doolittle came out this year. I did not see that, and I, I didn't really have a lot of interest. What about Underwater? Did you see that with I Kristen Stewart? No, because she's my answer to our poll question this week. Oh, sorry. I, I can't stand her. Sorry. No, okay. sorry. Okay. Uh, extraction with uh, the Hemsworth kid. That was whichever good. Whichever one it was, Chris, that, I think. That was good. Uh, Bloodshot. Didn't see Bloodshot. With Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel. No, I didn't see that. Uh, the Borat movie I saw. Yeah, of didn't, course. Didn't care for it too much. I liked the original Borat a lot better. The War with Grandpa. Yes, War with Grandpa was a fun one that uh, came out this year. How about uh, The Witches Remake? Yes. Hillbilly Elegy that just came out a few weeks ago. <laughs> Downhill. Uh, Fantasy Island. Yeah. Eh. Uh, that's a that's a definite miss. The Crude's New Age came out this year. Greyhound. Greyhound I still haven't seen, oh, but I hear it's terrific. It's Tom Hanks. Yeah. Uh, the Hunt was a horror film that a lot of mm-hmm. people liked. So there, there were a lot of movies that came out this year, though not a lot came out in the theater and those that did did not get seen well don't forget, as much as they may have deserved don't forget bill and ted face the music love and monsters gretel and hansel okay i mean man the one and only ivan that was good a lot of people liked eurovision call of the wild i love eurovision the call of the wild i haven't seen that one i'm sorry that's a great hamilton hamilton yeah 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 that's good scoob no not that one no no Unhinged with Russell Crowe came out this year. I watched that the a couple weeks ago. Rage, Road Rage movie. Yeah, you know what? Now every time I think about Road Rage and like honking my horn at someone, I, I think twice. Yeah, you, you probably should. And then, of course, Fat Man came yes! out this year. 
So. My best movie of 2020. So that, no, you're lying. <laughs> so there you go. That is uh, some of the movies that came out uh, in 2020. Uh, we also had a lot of good fun this year with guests on the show with locally made films. Uh, the Santa Box mm-hmm. came out, and we had Dusty Ward on the show. We we had Sean Stevens on the show from a couple of his movies. We had uh, Michael McLean and, and Brandon Purdy of The Forgotten Carols. We had a great year we this had year on the Movie Zone. David Moscow. Oh, David Moscow. Yeah. We had David Archuleta. Yep. We had some big, big names in interviews this year. We sure did. So well done to us. And more coming next year. <laughs> I don't know if we can top Moscow. We can get close because I think I might be able to pull Jason Lively. Really? Yes, sir. Blake's brother. Blake's, Blake's brother and Ryan Reynolds' brother-in-law. He's touched Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds may have touched him. <laughs> All right. At that note, let's move on from the year that was before we don't have a year ahead of us. Right. Uh, the poll question of the week. Name your least favorite actor or actress, either current or past. Get on Twitter at Austin Horton, at Johnny Lightfoot one at Zone Sports Net if you want to play along. Scotty Gerard said Kevin Costner. Do you agree with him? Uh, that's a tough one because his movies are hit and miss. I like Robin Hood that he did. Stop it. I did. I thought it was fun. I thought it was fun. That's the one where I go, okay, I see what Scotty's talking about here. He says they're all the same. Swinging a bat, golf club, on a horse, or a post-apocalyptic boat. He's the same boring, mumbling, poor dialogue reading dude, says Scott Gerard. I think Kevin Costner's a good actor. Dances with Wolves? Dances with Wolves. Yellowstone? Yellowstone? Come on. Uh, come on, Clark Kent's father. I liked him in For Love of the Game. Yeah, little yeah. known, little watched movie. Ke- Kevin Costner's a hit and miss. I, I will, I will go that far. Waterworld, horrible, but Dances with Wolves, amazing. So that's Scotty's answer, to which it led to a lot of uh, backbiting and gnashing of teeth with Hans Olsen because oh, he's yeah, yeah. a big Kevin Costner fan. Well, I was there when uh, Hans. Uh, I'm sorry, when Scotty uh, tweeted that, and Hans just jumped on him right there off air. Hence replied here and said, this answer will not be accepted. Please choose again. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Jacob said, why is it Kevin Costner's films are always the bad films, but I can't stop watching? Mm-hmm. Uh, Bill said, Miss Renee Zellweger, the exception being Jerry Maguire. She was okay in that, he says. Not Bridget Jones? <laughs> Eric Olson says, Adam Sandler. Oh, he had a movie come out this year. Hubie's Halloween or whatever. Okay, I missed that one. <laughs> uh, Linda Hamilton says Jeff Goldblum, followed by Bruce Dern, our wait, wait. least favorite actors. Jeff Goldblum said Linda Hamilton? No, Linda Hamilton, not the actress. Linda Hamilton, the former journalist here uh, in Centerville. Oh, okay. She our, says our okay. She says Jeff Goldblum and Bruce Dern. <laughs> I thought you said Jeff Goldblum <laughs> said Linda Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Pickle replied okay said kevin hart has been in way too many movies playing the exact same character he's this generation's nick cage Mm. i get what he's coming where he's coming from but i still enjoy those movies you know there's a trend though kind of like and let's be honest a lot of the actors just play the same character ryan reynolds is that same way vince vaughn is that same way kevin hart falls into that lyle says drew barrymore and cameron diaz and his reasoning Hmm. is that one not one good movie between them Whoa. And two, they're ugly, he says. That I, has nothing to do I'm with... I'm not going to respond to the second one, that but... That has nothing to do with whether or not they're good actresses. Let's just... Let's just... Hold on. Let's, and let's, they're not ugly, but whatever. Let's just stop here for one second. E.T. Okay. She was six years old. Still a great movie. Uh, 51st Dates. Good movie. What about uh, Fever Pitch with Jimmy Fallon? 
that's that's fun. That's a yeah. fun movie. Yeah. Cameron Diaz, The Mask. The Mask. Uh, Charlie's Angels. No, never mind. He might have a point. <laughs> Evan says Vince Vaughn is his least favorite actor. Okay. Bryce says Austin trying to break the internet here with this one. Mm. I don't know what that means. I don't know. Jashby, I would have say I would have to say Alec Baldwin. Which did you see his news this week? No. What did he do? Oh my gosh. He do something good. Not well. Not good, but you know what I mean. His wife, who has pretended for 16 years that she's from Spain, and she's from Manhattan. What? She's been faking an accent. To him, even? Just everybody. <laughs> he had to have known, but he's been defending it. Well, that doesn't anyway. surprise me with the news of his daughters and all that. Yeah. You know, I mean, come on. Carl says, Nick Cage, thanks to the movie Firebirds, Shudder. Mm. Ryan says, Keanu Reeves. Bobby says, Jesse Eisenberg. Whoa. I'm not as in, I don't like Jesse Eisenberg either. Okay. Uh, Mike Myers. Says Braden, don't wow. get how people think he's funny. Wow. You need to go back and watch So I Married an Axe Murderer. Yeah, or any or the first Austin Powers. Or Wayne's World. But not the love guru. Nope. Uh, Party Man, the entire cast of Shark Exorcist. Yes, you read that right, and no, it isn't a shark doing exorcisms, but a shark being possessed by the devil himself and killing people. <laughs> sounds awesome. I've never heard of that, but That's, it sounds like your favorite movie. It's right there with Sharknado. Yagi says Nick Cage, easy. Lance says Jamie Foxx. And Jennifer Lawrence. Wow. Heresy on both of those. Wow. Whoa. Jamie Foxx is one of the more incredibly talented people on earth. He is, for sure. Uh, Corey says, not enough Nick Cage in these mentions. Also, Glenn Close, thumbs down. Wow. D. Bizzle. Tyler Perry. Those Medea movies. Ugh. Okay. Michael Davis is excommunicated from the show because his reply is Steve Carell. Next. AJ says, Chris Farley and Robin Wright. You're out, AJ. Yeah, you're out. Vic says Zoe Deschanel and Ben Affleck. I could see that. Ryan with Russell Brand cannot stand that guy. Hanukkah Joseph says Kevin Spacey. Now I wonder if the Kevin Spacey is because of He's the a piece of crap human. Because of what happened, yes. But if you. Uh, oh, he's, he's a was, good actor. He's a good actor. The unusual, spe- the unusual suspects. The it's usual like, suspects. It's like Sorry. my. It's like my uh, Michael Jackson take. Sure. Terrible person. Incredible talent. Absolutely. Or same with Louis C.K. He's still funny. Even And Bill Cosby, still funny, mm-hmm. but terrible humans. Bing Crosby. Bing Crosby that we talked about last yes. week. Uh, uh, Ronnie says, Nicholas Vaporitas. Never heard of him. No, no, no. Oh, no, no. That's not who I thought it was. Anne Hathaway from Ryan. Brig can't stand Jonah Hill. <laughs> Mike with a Nick Cage. Boycott with a Sarah Jessica Parker. Daniel Chavez with a gif of... Tom Cruise laughing in the Scientology interview. Yeah, right. Uh, Chris is got one has one of my answers in common. Kristen Stewart. Mm-hmm. He also says Julius Stiles. Mm. Uh, Dave says Hayden Christensen ruined Star Wars. No, Jake Owen ruined Star Wars. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. Gary says Nick Cage. Sam with John Travolta. We're almost done. We're just going to read the rest of them. Uh, Brandon is, says it's a toss-up between Drew Barrymore and Barbara Streisand. Whoa. Okay. White Crisco says Tom Cruise. Papa Dave says Kathy Bates, but really only because ever since she saw he saw her go Lawrence Taylor on James Conn's ankles. That's all he <laughs> thinks of when he sees her. Yeah. Uh, Michael Scott. I don't think that Michael Scott says Stephen Cardboard Seagal. He couldn't act his way out of a shipping box, and he's the most uncool person Hollywood tried to make cool, <laughs> next to Henry Winkler. Yes. And from Hey, it's me, twelve twenty-five. 
Jennifer Lopez. Hmm. Your response, Johnny. Who's your least favorite actor slash actress? Well, look, I, I'm going to take a different approach to this. Um, I know people have things they don't like and disagree with, but I don't think any of them are horrible actors. You're terrible. Because I know what it takes to get to that level. You're ridiculous. And uh, You're ridiculous. It's, it's very hard. There's a million people out There's there. There's a million actors and actresses <clears throat> waiting that are in line. only, only However, made it for their looks. However, that being said... <laughs> Anytime Russell Crowe sings, I don't want anything uh, to do with it. And anytime he's in any other movie other than Gladiator and A Beautiful Mind, I want nothing to do with him. Okay. So I like those answers. My answers are Kristen Stewart, as mentioned. Yeah. Kenna or uh, Anna Kendrick. Oh, Blech. really? Really? Blech. You didn't like the Pitch Perfects? Nope. Okay. Uh, nope, 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 nope. Interesting nope. you'd pick two Twilight actresses, though. I've, yeah, well, not interesting, but accurate. Okay. Uh, and you didn't uh, like glitter vampires. So those no, those are two actresses. To give you an actor, who's my least favorite, I'd probably go with Daniel Day Lewis. Whoa, Austin, what? Because how can you even say that? Because it, I I don't understand why everyone thinks he's great. Have you seen Gangs of New York? Yeah. And you didn't think he was great as the butcher? He was. He was. The the character was great. Did you see Lincoln? Anybody should be able to act those characters as well as Daniel Day-Lewis was not able to belie- act them. Not believably. I could act them, but it wouldn't be good. Uh, well, I'm on an island. I okay. understand. Okay, wow. You are definitely on an island. But hey, you're entitled to your opinion, even if it's wrong. And, 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 <laughs> and I would go uh, with uh, Ben Affleck. I can see that. I can understand why Kristen Stewart would get a lot of hate. She uh, is terrible. Yeah, she wasn't great in the Twilights. Um, I thought she was okay in the Snow White and the Huntsman stuff. No. Just okay. She was pretty good in Underwater. She's getting better, but uh, she's had a lot of bad press and and those Twilight movies. And you know who else is getting there for me? Johnny Depp. He is becoming- Even regardless of his personal stuff. Look, I want to be totally honest with Johnny Depp. He was an amazing actor, and then he did Pirates of the Caribbean- and he cannot lose that character in anything that he's done since. Yeah, that's that's probably true. Captain right. Jack Sparrow is in everything. He was Captain Jack Sparrow was in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> Captain Jack Willy Wonka Sparrow. It's so true. But I want to add one more name, and that's Stephen Baldwin. That's probably someone I, I'm not very happy with. Stephen with us anymore? I don't know. What's the last thing he's been in? All right, uh, coming up next, we'll wrap up the year on the movie zone with a very special from the archives and we'll get you ready for the year 2021 it's up next right here on the movie zone you're locked on to the movie zone on 97.5 1280 the zone and the zone sports network Welcome back. Final segment of the year wow. here on the Movie Zone. Wow, of the year. The final episode of 2020. Yep. Merry uh, Christmas last week. Yep. Happy New Year to you tonight and tomorrow. And uh, uh, happy vaccination. Yes, sir. <laughs> Let's get it. Let's get it done. Yes, sir. All right, uh, Johnny, we've got just a couple of moments left. Okay. Hit us with some from the archives. You went with originally a horrible movie, the 2006 version of Poseidon. But yes. you changed it. I did. To the respectable 19... It's 1972. 
with Gene Hackman, Poseidon. Yes. Now, I went with this movie for two reasons. Yes, I'm interested as to why. One, it happens on New Year's Eve. Oh, okay. okay. And two, just to play into your fears of why yeah. you don't go on cruise ships. Yep. Okay. Yep, 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 yep. We're talking about 1970, uh, 1972's The Poseidon Adventure, directed by somebody you've never heard of, but I'm sure he had a bunch of movies. Starring Gene Hackman, er- Ernest Borgnine, Shelley Winters, and Red Buttons. Red Buttons. Red yeah, Buttons. Yeah, yeah. Had a budget, now keep in mind, this is 72, a budget of $5 million. Okay. Worldwide gross, $84 million. In 1972? Yes. Rotten Tomatoes gives it an 80% from the critics and a 76% from the fans. A passenger ship is pushed to the limits by the new owners to save on, uh, you know, scrapping it. At midnight on New Year's Eve, a 90-foot rogue wave hits her, flipping her over so that the inside rooms are now upside down. Yeah. Basically capsizing the boat. A priest takes a mixed band of survivors on a journey through the bowels of the ship in attempt to survive. Yeah, sure. What a fun movie. I saw this original one way before the uh, remake, and it's so good. By the way, $84 million today is $526.1 million. That's a blockbuster. That's a blockbuster. That is a blockbuster. So tell us some uh, little known facts real quick. Well, Paul, who wrote the novel, and I cannot pronounce his last name, but I believe it's Galico. Galico? Paul Galico was inspired to write his novel by the voyage he made on the Queen Mary. Mm. When he was having breakfast in the dining room, the ship was hit by a large wave, sending people and furniture crashing to the other side. No, thank you. He was further inspired by true incident that occurred aboard the Queen Mary during no. World War II. No, thank you. Packed with American troops bound for Europe, the ship was struck by a gargantuanly freak wave in the North Atlantic. It calculated that if the ship had rolled another five inches, she would have capsized just like the Poseidon. We don't learn our lesson as humans, do we? We don't. Let's get back on boats. We, okay, we sorry, really don't. And, and just so you know, these mid-ocean quote-unquote rogue waves were previously previously thought to only occur once every 10,000 years, a 2004 sto- study showed satellite radar images that they can happen as often as 100 times every decade. There you go. That's That, Austin, is why you do not go on. Well, there's a couple lines in this movie that I absolutely want to, want to point out here, and I, I think it's hilarious. you got about a minute, just so you know. So uh, the giant Christmas tree that w- fell over and Ernest Borgnine had to pick up, in the movie he says, holy F! Mm-hmm. Well, that's real. <laughs> that was him picking it up. He was just trying to pick it up, and it's it was, too came out, and he couldn't do it. <laughs> this movie was shot in sequence. So you know how they normally do movies? They film them out of sequence, whatever's available. This was beginning to end shot. So they That's could, how I would do it. They yeah. could take advantage that the principal actors became dirtier and more tattered and suffered injuries as it was going on, so wow. it seemed more real. Wow. And in fact... All the stunts were done by the actors themselves. All the actors at one point complained to the production staff about how difficult the shoot was. <laughs> so there was no stunt doubles. They did them all. Good. Now, the exterior shots of the Poseidon was shot using a large miniature uh, like boat built from uh, original blueprints of the Queen Mary. And if you really want to go see the Queen Mary, it is on display at the Los Angeles Marine Time. This is a model of it at the museum in the Los Angeles Harbor. The real Queen Mary is located just a few miles in Long Beach. Yeah, I've, I've been on the Queen Mary in Long Beach several times. Have you? What do you think? So of it? it's where I served my mission. Oh, and really? So we went on there a couple times. It's 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 fun. It's fun to see that boat 
and it doesn't go out in the water, so I'm safe. So once this film's uh, theatrical run was over, ABC paid $1 million for the television rights. At that time, it was the most money a network had ever paid to show a film on TV. Wow. <laughs> so this movie is not only a great movie, but it's got some groundbreaking stuff in it. And I think everybody has probably seen it. If you haven't... Your parents especially have seen it. If you haven't seen the Poseidon Adventure, do not watch Poseidon. Watch the Poseidon Adventure. I watched them backwards. I watched the remake first okay. and then the original. So I kind of was, I didn't like the original as much as I probably would have. Sure. Because the remake was so bad. The effects in the second one were better. I don't know. They spent (laughs) spent all the money on the effects and nothing on script. Hey, uh, happy new year, buddy. Happy new year, man. This is the last show. Let's do this again next year. What do you say? Let's do it next year or in seven days, whichever comes first. Okay. All right. He's Johnny Lightfoot. I'm Austin Horton. When you hear this replayed on Saturday and Sunday, you'll be back to the future kind of. Whoa. So weird whoa mind-blowing thank you for joining us for another year of the movie zone uh and uh thank you for staying with us we are excited to do it again next year yeah and like we said we'll see you next week happy 2021 on the movie zone